What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 164th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Will. And I have to apologize that I cannot satisfy 100% of every person that has ever listened to It's Super Effective. Oh, yeah, we have to get to that. See, Will, this is why I have you on. You make you remind me of the great things we get via email. Yes. I would like to proffer a heartfelt apology that I forced someone to listen to my voice in such a terrible way and that I have insufficient love of Pokemon to satisfy their needs, even though I've been playing Pokemon since I was 25 years old. Dang. Well, we'll get mm-hmm. to that in a bit. We'll get to that mm-hmm. in a bit. Mm-hmm. And as I said last month, and for the last couple months, because I've been saying the same things over and over, as why you guys listen to the show... Uh, we are starting to have our Kickstarter backers appear on the show. I think there's a dozen or so of them. And we have our first one here today, so a new voice for you guys. And there should be a new voice for the next couple of weeks, uh, except probably for next week. Uh, I don't. That's because Midwest Gaming Classic is next week, but we'll get to that. But uh, Cody is with us here today, uh, first Kickstarter backer on the show. Cody, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you guys? Doing doing good with the Pokemans? <laughs> Very tired. Uh, <laughs> Sunday morning. Uh, Cody, I'm going to put you put you on the spot since uh, this is the first time you've been on the show. But uh, uh, when uh, when did you start playing Pokemon? I started playing Pokemon when I was like uh, seven years old. My dad brought home my first Game Boy with Pokemon Yellow version, and I've been in love with the series ever since. All right, started with Pokemon Yellow. Okay. Nice. That's the best one. Uh, of course, of course. <laughs> That's the one I started with. Man. See, there's a difference, though. He was seven, you were 25. <laughs> uh, that's not Only that a little a bit of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, do you have a favorite Pokemon of such? Well, I, I have to split it up a little bit, because I like to use in battle, I like Garchomp, just because I like training from the Gibble. I, I think that I connect with it with my battle style really well but um as far as just favorite pokemon in general for the symbolic nature of it is the eevee just because i like that feeling that you have limitless options like you can just do whatever you want to do you know there's nothing holding you back or setting you to one specific type right good reason good reason cody um Put you on the spot again here. Uh, when did you when did you start listening to the show? I always like to know when uh, fans li- started listening or when the, how they discovered the show or whatnot. Well, I was looking for just a uh, just any Pokemon podcast that I could listen to while playing for, uh, through Platinum, and so I found this show and I started listening to it. I started with the first couple episodes, and you know it was just. Just you on the show. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> um, but I liked the fact that you were actually talking about Pokemon and not just kind of briefly mentioning it. Um, for a while, I lost my computer, so I had to drop out for a little bit. But then I picked it back up, I think, around episodes uh, like in the 70s somewhere. And then i just been listening ever since. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, Will, do you have any questions for Cody before we move on to our show? Hmm. You didn't prepare me for that. (laughs) (laughs) How was your weekend, Cody? (laughs) It was wonderful. I got to spend uh, all day yesterday at work preparing for for Easter Sunday. And how far have you gotten in Pokemon Shuffle? 
I am on uh, the Mega Glally. That's I got there just this morning. Mega Glally is very difficult. It really is. I can't beat it for whatever reason. Oh man! Wait till you wait till you get to Onyx. Onyx, ooh, Onyx is super rough. <laughs> have you caught Nine Tails? Yeah. Not yes. you. Yeah, I have. I just caught it this morning. Actually, me too. Wow, we are so parallel. Okay, so I'm I'm looking forward to using Nine Tails against Mega Glally. And we'll I see. thought it would I thought it would help a lot, but it didn't seem to do much for me. Maybe it's just because I got the the real crap uh, layout of the board. But I'll uh, give it some time to level up. Remember, yeah. you know, you're you're leveling Pokemon in Pokemon Shuffle, so just you know, if you even if you don't uh, if you don't successfully defeat the Mega Glalie, it your the Pokemon you use still level up, so that um, they'll become better at attacking Mega Glalie over time. That is very true. I've been I tried originally using the uh, the fighting type, so I have like Sock and uh, Throw and Lucario in my mix there, and then I switched over to Fire. So I have the Nine Tails, I have Charizard, and I have uh, Combuskin. So hopefully that change will help me as they level up. Interesting. I use Rock Steel and uh, uh, Fire, like a th- triple combo. Maybe Mega Glalie was so easy for me because I had Mega Lucario. I'm trying to think because... Oh, God. Do you have to throw that in my face? No, no, I'm being serious because I've had probably four or five different (sighs) people ask me how to get past Mega Glalie, and I don't remember that fight because I think I went through it so quickly. But if I I recall correctly, doesn't doesn't he freeze a bunch every turn? Uh, It starts out by giving you, um, there are Glaceons on the board, and then he puts in a a few snow runts, and then he starts to freeze columns. But the thing is, if you, you, however, I don't know, you can't manipulate it, but if you're lucky enough and he freezes so many columns that you can't make matches anymore, it automatically clears the board. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened to me a couple of times. Pokemon Shuffle, best Pokemon game of 2015. So far, we've got, got uh, three days to see what happens, because this, this stuff's looking good, man. Will, how was, how was your weekend? Uh, it was decent. I did some errands, bought some new uh, running shoes so I can start running again, because my old ones were too busted. Um, but I did drive all the way out to my favorite running store in uh, Rockville, Maryland, only to find out that it was a completely empty shell of a building and had been closed for quite some time. R.I.P. R.I.P. Potomac River running Rockville. (laughs) 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 But the Sports Authority had what I needed, so good deal. Sports I always liked Sports Authority for the zero sports I do. You do a run. I, yeah, I do run. I, I, I haven't run as much. I've been super, super tired the last couple of weeks. This will get to my weekend of me pretty much sleeping all day yesterday. But uh, I think it's because I don't uh, don't drink as much Dr. Pepper anymore or as soda, caffeine, because I try to switch it out for like uh, flavored water or whatnot. V8? No, not V8. But I've been tired. Uh, a couple of our listeners wanted a WrestleMania recap from Will, uh, Will, myself, and Tra—or not Travis. Sc- screw Travis. He's dead to us. Yes. Um, <laughs> Saul, 
Uh, actually, Travis is still busy. He'll be back. He's not dead. Uh, and Saul. So I don't know if you guys want that, but maybe we'll make like a separate spinoff episode of our Wrestle, WrestleMania recap or something if you guys are still interested. If you are, just tweet at us uh, at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. Probably a handful of you guys asked. So if a couple more ask, Saul, Will, and I will take the time and record like a, a recap show for you guys. If you are a new listener to It's Super Effective, uh, we got a pretty basic show for you guys today. We just spent the last nine minutes talking about our weekends and our intro and stuff like that. That's pretty normal. We're going to move on to some news here in a second. Not that much news this week, but some news nonetheless. And then we'll take a quick break. And uh, we have both Pokemon of the week and we have item of the week for you guys. And uh, we'll probably throw something else in there like Nintendo Direct Talk or whatnot. But... uh, Let's jump into some news. And speaking of Nintendo Direct, there was one this past week, and uh, they talked about Pokemon for just a little bit. Pokemon Rumble World got announced on April 1st. Not an April Fool's joke, there just happened to be a Nintendo Direct on April 1st. Uh, So Pokemon Rumble World is a 3DS game. It is free to play, just like Pokemon Shuffle. Uh, it is based off of Pokemon Rumble, as you would guess by the name Pokemon Rumble World. Uh, the description here is you can collect all 719 species of Pokemon uh, that have appeared in all the video games up through Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. When you defeat one of the wild Pokemon you meet in a stage, it sometimes becomes sometimes sometimes becomes your friend. And uh, there will be Mega Pokemon that will join you in battle, which is a first for the Pokemon Rumble series. Yeah. Goal of the game is to befriend as many Pokemon as you can. As you collect more species of Pokemon, your adventure rank goes up. As your adventure rank goes up, the shop will offer more products and stages to feature stronger Pokemon. Uh, The game will feature your me character, which I guess is kind of cool. Is that the first Pokemon game to feature your me? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen one yet, so this will be the first. Uh-huh. Pokemon Rumble World, breaking, br- breaking <laughs> boundaries. The uh, story is set in a kingdom of toys. That's kind of Pokemon. If, if you've never played a Pokemon Rumble game, all the Pokemon look like little wind-up toys. That's kind of yeah. like a gimmick yeah. there. The adventure starts when the king summons you. He explains his frustration of only having one Pikachu. In contrast, a mystery magician captures several Pokemon. The king will ask you to show the magician a thing or two by collecting lots more Pokemon, and he lends you his Pikachu to get started on your adventure. Pokemon Rumble will feature street passes, and will use what are called Pokemon Dime, Poke Diamonds, which I believe are the currency that you can, uh, you can buy. Um, they didn't go in-depth with uh, how the free-to-play stuff kind of works, but in Pokemon Shuffle, if you haven't played it, you get a heart every 30 minutes. One heart will let you play a game. You can hold a maximum of five hearts at a time. So if you go through all five hearts, you got to wait 30 minutes for those to start appearing back. You guys excited for this? Oh, it comes out on April 8th. So just uh, just in three days of this recording. Yeah. So I'm super excited for uh, the return of character customization. If you watch the video advertisement for it, they show that you can put little like tools on your character and change the clothes and put a hat on him or her. So, call, color me pumped. I didn't realize. Have you realize Pokemon that? Uh, Have I played Pokemon Rumble? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. 
Um, I didn't realize that they were doing character customization in this one. I thought that it was just importing a me. Yeah, you bring your me in, but then you can put clothes on. It's kind of like um, if you ever played Tomodachi Life, where you bring in your me, but then you can put on special clothes that are specific only for the game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think that the game sounds uh, it sounds fun. I've played the other Rumble games, so I mean, I'm excited to see what changes they make if any big changes are made. Um, but I'm not sure how I'll like it. Just it really depends on how the free to play aspect figures into it, I guess. Because if it's like Pokemon Shuffle and you get like a couple plays uh, every time you turn on the game, um, I don't think I'll like the Rumble version of Pokemon as much as I like the shuffle version when you only get a certain number of plays, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I, I'm the the only rumble version I played was on the Wii U with uh those little collectible figures that everyone seemed to forgot about. The very first amiibos. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, I still got my Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> the very first amiibos. Uh it didn't really didn't really grab me. I don't know uh, how excited I am for Pokemon Rumble World. I kind of like Shuffle because it's the main game I've been playing on my 3DS. So I just closed the lid and you know opened it back up a couple couple hours later to play again. And I don't know if I want to like quit that game, go into another game, play that, quit, go back. I wish there was like a like a fast like free to play fast switching option where you can switch between all your free to play games really fast. Um, there's a little bit of concern on the internet that Pokemon has become this free-to-play guinea pig that Nintendo's been using. Well, I have two answers for you. One, you need to be like me and have multiple 3DSs, so you have different (laughs) free-to-play games running on each one at different times, and you just switch between the 3DSs very, very quick to switch that way. Uh, And number two, they're just getting ready to make iPhone games. Mobile games, I'm sorry. They will probably make Android as well. I think uh, Pokemon Shuffle overall is doing very well. I think, what what was that? Last week we said they hit 2 million downloads. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty good. I mean, studies have showed that most free-to-play games, they make most of their money off just like 5% of people who play. So I haven't put any money in. I don't know if you put any money in, Will, or you put any money in, Cody. I put in a little bit, um, but then when I was transferring to the new Nintendo 3DS, I lost all my save data, so all that money I spent was flushed down the toilet. Uh, How'd you lose your save data? uh, When you're doing the system transfer, if you hit one, there's one spot where if you hit the wrong option, you can't back out of the transfer. So when I was switching all of my data over, I had to take it from the regular size SD card, put it on a micro, um, and I was going to do it that way. But I hit the wrong option, so instead it cleared all of the data off of the the regular SD card um, because it expected me to take that SD card and move it over to the other system or something like that. Oh, the computer transfer, yeah. yeah. I made a backup copy of my SD card before I even started the whole process. Ugh. Yeah, it was well, an ugly situation. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not the only one that happened to. That really sucks. Yeah, they don't. They didn't make that very clear. The wording they used. <sighs> oh well, I got to experience it all again when I went through. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive look. Uh, yeah, so Pokemon Rumble World, uh, April 8th, free-to-play. 
probably worth checking out, I guess. Yeah, Pokemon Shuffle seems to be getting still uh, constant updates. Uh, Rayquaza appeared this past week. So yeah, uh, hopefully the same good things that happened in Pokemon Shuffle carry over into Pokemon Rumble World. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, there was a patch released for Pokemon X and Y and also for Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire that happened this past week. It was a patch to fix a glitch that would cause international random matches in Battle Spot to crash after selecting team members. Uh, the glitch seemed to be related to Pokemon names being in different languages as Battle Spot was modified so that nicknames would rather display over than species names. Uh, the patch for both games have been released for X and Y. It is version 1.4, and for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, it is version 1.3. Uh, and I believe in order to play anything online, you do have to do the update first. Yes, you are correct. So there we go. Thr- thrilling breaking news here. <laughs> well, I've, I've been to competitions and stuff where people like have never done the updates, and then you get to the competition, it's like, hey, you can't play in the competition because you never did the update, and there's no Wi-Fi here for you to update your 3DS. Go home. Sorry. So sad. So just go update your stuffs, dudes. Maybe some people don't have internet. They only have internet to download our show, but not to update their system. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. They have internet at work and not at home. <laughs> Aww. Uh, shout out to Twitter handle Battle Arcade. They traded me a level 100 Badoof named Bidet. A battle ready Bidet Badoof. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to them. That reminded me because I did the trade right before that update was available. So now I do have to update for the constant online of Pokemon I'm playing. Uh, last bit of news related to Pokemon directly this week was the Pokemon, the Nintendo Direct. Uh, gave pricing and release date for Mewtwo and Super Smash Brothers. Uh, he will be available on April 28th of obviously this month because it's April. If you want him for both systems, it is $4.99 and you'll get a download code for 3DS and for Wii U. If you only want them, uh, if you only want Mewtwo for one or the other, let's say you want Mewtwo just for Wii U, it is $3.99. And uh, same for 3DS. If you only want Mewtwo for 3DS, it is $3.99. So just a dollar cheaper or a dollar more and you get them for both. Obviously, if you don't have both consoles, it doesn't make any sense. Really, really, though, I think the Smash Brothers team and Nintendo dropped the ball on Mewtwo. I felt like to get Mewtwo in your game, you should go out and buy a Mewtwo Amiibo. Once it registers with your Wii U or your 3DS, then Mewtwo appears in the game. I don't. I just. It's lost to me that you have to spend five dollars for one character, and then when the amiibo gets announced, you can buy that. But besides doing nothing like the other amiibos do, it's just they really could have just taken Mewtwo to that Skylanders level, and they didn't. And that's to me that's disappointing. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Uh, I think anybody who wastes their time on Smash Brothers is disappointing. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't get the point. I don't get the point of that dumb, dumb game. That's a fighting so, game. <laughs> I am a man of peace and love on this glorious Easter holiday. So, fighting games are just foreign to me. 
Well, I am excited uh, about the Mewtwo, but that's because I'm getting it free because I registered both uh, versions on Club Nintendo. So I don't need to pay the $5 for it. <laughs> <laughs> Club Nintendo, a little, little disappointing. I mean, to me, Club Nintendo just shut down. Uh, but their, their final rewards, a little disappointing because they were all just stuff you could buy with real money. Yeah. Most of the stuff I already had, which was upsetting. Yeah. So instead yeah, I, I had to ask around, hey, do you have this game? Do you want it? <laughs> yeah, I, I cashed my coins for two, for a couple Super Nintendo games that I probably wouldn't play, but I didn't have them, so that was something. I never registered anything. I just couldn't be bothered. You I never joined anymore. the club Nintendo. <laughs> All those coins wasted. I know. And the only prize I actually, I, I saw I'm, I'm fibbing a little bit because I did actually um, do it once. But uh, the only thing I ever got was like this Animal Crossing case for DS games and it wouldn't fit 3DS games. So. Oh, because Club Nintendo had a bunch of super old stuff on it. Yep. And that's just like me. Super old, doesn't <laughs> fit anything new. <laughs> Uh, the other Smash Brothers news that is kind of related to Pokemon is they opened up this uh, Smash Brothers ballot where you could vote for a new character to be into to be in Smash Brothers. We don't know if uh, people wanted to, but I guess they could technically vote in any Pokemon character they would want. Well, it's any Nintendo character, right? Uh, well, they said any character to begin with. There's a there's a couple cross articles that contradict each other but you could vote for any character and they would look at all the responses they could they said they can't guarantee third party characters or non Nintendo characters but they would at least look at them so pretty much you can waste your vote to vote for a third party character there was uh, another article that was released that had like Tingle and Shadow and a bunch of Waluigi, a bunch of Nintendo characters that are already in Smash, and they pretty much, from my understanding of this article, they said, these characters are already in Smash, and we're not going to pull them out of being assist items or background characters to recreate them in the game. Uh, Isabel was another one. Um, so like these characters you just wasted your votes on are not going to be in the game because they're technically already in the game, which is a little, little disappointing. You know what? Well, it is what it is. So if you're voting for a Pokemon, don't vote for a Pokemon that appears in a Pokeball because your vote will automatically not count. I um I think uh, we should all support Carly and get Cynthia. Everybody should vote for Cynthia. There you go. I mean, is there's no Cynthia in the game? No trophy or anything? I, it's Smash Brothers. Why? How would I know? <laughs> Talking out loud. I don't think oh. Cynthia's in the game at all. I think Cynthia would be an awesome choice for a fighting character. She is a champion. Not even using her Pokemon, just her herself fighting. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you follow Carly on Twitter, she gave a whole description of Cynthia in a Jeep pretty much running over everybody, <laughs> which was legit enough for me. I'd be down with that. That would be my primary character right there. I'd be down with that. Uh, I don't know. I mean... I haven't voted yet. I don't know if there's any character that would I would be dying to play for in Smash, but you get one vote, so uh, if you haven't voted yet, just uh, do a little research before you vote, because apparently some characters, even if you want them, they're already 
excluded and you don't want your vote to go to waste is what I'm saying. And if you're like me and you don't play Smash Brothers, just vote Cynthia. There you go. Just vote <laughs> She's Cynthia. from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I think that's, uh, that's pretty much all we have for news. What we'll do here is uh, we'll just take a quick break. And then uh, there are two events that the Pokemon podcast team will be at this uh, month. So uh, when we get back, we'll talk about that. And then we have some... Uh, Pokemon of the week and item of the week to do for you guys as well. So we will be right back. And we are back from our break to talk to you about events. (laughs) So suspenseful. All right, so there's a couple events that we're going to be at. Some live shows, as uh, as you might otherwise say. So this weekend, um, April 11th and April 12th, we will be at the Midwest Gaming Classic. Fifth year we will be here. Uh, that takes place uh, at the Sheraton in Brookfield, Wisconsin. For those of you that don't know, and we talk about this every year, but the Midwest Gaming Classic is the biggest uh, gaming expo in the Midwest, which would be your Wisconsin's, Minnesota's, Illinois's, Z-Z-Z-Z. Iowa. Sure, is Iowa near us? Yeah, it's somewhere down there by Kansas, right? I think it's right next to uh, what's what's underneath you, Illinois. Yeah, I think it's next to that. Uh, it's like it's underneath Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, so uh, for the weekend, it is $40. If you only want to come on Saturday, it is $30. If you only want to come on Sunday, it is $15. Uh, we are in the same room that we have been for the past four years. Uh, we are sharing uh, our room again this year with Nintendo. They reached out and asked if they could uh, join us again this year. Nintendo will be our guests because because we are not their guests. I don't know how... I was going to go with that, but uh, uh, Nintendo will be joining us this year. They will have 3DSs and I think a Wii U setup, and we will have a bunch of uh, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap, that kind of stuff set up. We will have our Pokemon arcade machine set up that uh, Aaron and I built a couple years back, and uh, we'll have a couple shirts for sale and stuff. So if you are in the area, if you're coming out, uh, those are the details. This uh, this weekend, April 11th and 12th, and uh, $40 for the weekend. It's, uh, it's a good time. I'll be there. Kay will be there. Irene will be there. I will not be there. No will, so it's not worth coming. I was planning on going, and Steve said, maybe not this time. Well, you're, we're, we're, we're going to Gen Con this year. Yeah, except... <laughs> Not to be all political, but I'd prefer it if Indiana would change some of their laws before <laughs> I decided to spend some money in that state. Yeah. We'll be okay, though. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you can say that for me. <laughs> <laughs> glad you can speak for me there. Yeah, I got your back. Uh, if you uh, can't make it to Midwest Gaming Classic, maybe too short of a notice for you. Uh, there's this little event called C2E2 that takes place on April 24th, 25th, and 26th uh, at the McCormick Place in Chicago. 
we will be there again uh, for the fifth year in a row. See this this pattern here. I will be speaking on Sunday at 1.30 at uh, C2E2. I'm not sure which room, but uh, uh, I'll get you guys that information next week. If you want to come to C2E2, uh, a three-day pass is $60. Otherwise, a Friday pass is 30 a Saturday pass is 35 and a Sunday pass is Thursday. Like I said, I'll be speaking on Sunday. C2E2 is the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. It's hosted by the same people who do Comic-Con in New York and Comic-Con in, uh, was it San Diego? San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. Uh, So if you like comics, and I believe Twitch will be there and a whole bunch of other stuff. Not really comics, though. It's it's a lot of, like, uh, video game people and board game people and... uh, Again, I think there's a lot of uh, movie stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Movie yeah. and TV. A lot of movie and TV stuff as well. A lot of uh, a lot of autograph. A lot of waiting in line for autographs, so that's your kind of thing. Uh, Veronica Taylor was there last year. Yes. She's the voice of, was the voice of Ash Ketchum. So, yeah. Uh, pretty cool event. Uh, I will have an hour-long panel on Sunday. So, if uh, you're near the Chicago area and uh, you need something to do, C2E2 is a pretty good time. Do you uh, do you have a topic for your panel yet? I do not. No. Was this how you uh, did high school? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> last year, uh, I had probably 14 or 15 trivia facts that I kind of talked about and dwelled on, and then it was uh, open Q&A, uh, which pretty much filled uh, filled the last half hour. Um, well, I mean, if you're open to suggestions, I think you should do a selection and review of Pokemon mod games. Well, you brought this up. <laughs> so the problem, <laughs> the problem with Q and A's is that there's a lot of younger kids that come to the panel, like the 12 and 13 year old range, which is cool, awesome. And I, for one, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, it's clear as day that I don't know everything about Pokemon. I know slightly little about Pokemon. I just was, I'm able to make up a show off of the little knowledge I know. And so when I'm speaking publicly off the cuff in front of, you know, 300 plus people, I might get a few things wrong. You know, I'm not perfect, but man, these little kids... They, they don't have, let you go. They don't let you slide, man. Nope, nope. They have all the confidence in the world to tell me that I'm wrong, <laughs> uh, which is fine. It's cool. Uh, the Q&A part is, is always the same kind of questions every year, and, I'm, and I've been trying to think about I've been thinking of ways to avoid that because the last couple of years I've done the Q&A, it always has resulted into, like, um, you know, what do you think about, you know, Q-Bone's supposed to be Kangaskhan, and, you know, why do you think Ash is always 10 years old? And kind of like the same sort of questions, or like, have you played, you know, this Pokemon mod game? So I'm trying to figure out a way, because I don't want to get rid of the Q&A, but I don't want the same questions over and over. That's kind of the, the problem I have to deal with this year. I have zero suggestions for you. At Perfect. this point in time, <laughs> maybe you could do a panel on Pokemon and wrestling. There you go. Mm. I thought about doing like a like a game. Hear me out here, a game show kind of thing where 
because so C2E2's panels are all set up the same because usually the the format is in the same way. So there's usually the uh, the table with three microphones on, and then there's uh, the podium with the main microphone on. So what I do, because it's only usually me up there, is I just take one of the microphones so I can walk back and forth with it, and then I turn all the other microphones down because they're not needed. But what I could do is, so this is what I was thinking, is to have those three spots set up and then call up three people, have three people from the audience sit down, and then do kind of like a game show thing where I ask like a couple questions and see which one of the three can like answer them correctly or fastest. And then one of the winners would get like a shirt or a sticker pack or something. And then I send them back and I bring up another three. I think that's a good idea. But I don't know how like well that would work. I mean, terribly. It's going to work terribly. <laughs> that's the thing. If it doesn't work at all, then I have no material. I was thinking something like that, but I'm not sure yet. Get some fan interaction, though. We can move on here. Uh, let's jump over to our Pokemon of the week. Uh, this week's Pokemon to celebrate the holiday of rabbits and bunnies. We have the rabbit Pokemon, Bunnery. The rabbit Pokemon? Rabbit. <laughs> oh, rabbit. I mean, it could be rabbit, <laughs> real deadly bunny Pokemon here. That would be quite terrifying. <laughs> uh, so no Travis here, so we'll, uh, we'll try to get you your... You know, for all, all of you that need competitive bunneries, try to get you a good move set here. Uh, I'll give you a good move set. First off, evolve it into low punny. <laughs> Don't use it as buneary. Uh Second off, let's go here. Let's look at some. Get get yourself a shiny one because oh, that's so cute, <laughs> super cute. And make sure it knows ice punch, sky uppercut. What's another good one here? Uh, fling. I don't know. Fling sounds like something a Veneri would do, right? <laughs> oh, fling sounds all right. Sounds like <laughs> you t- t- give, give it an egg and it throws the egg, right? Does it even have moves? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there, yeah. there they yeah, are. Let me, let, me, let me read the, uh, the biology here. Bunnery is a small, bipedal, rabbit-like Pokemon with brown ears that can curl up. It has two types of fur covering its body. A light tan fleece that covers much of its lower body, feet and tips of its ears, and a smooth chocolate covered colored pelt. I was gonna say chocolate covered pelt. Mm. That's a rabbit. That's <laughs> Easter, chocolate Easter bunnies. <laughs> On the upper half of its body. It has small triangular pink nose. Pink paw pads on the other side of its feet and a small tan spots above its ears. It also has a small brown puff on its tail. It's commonly depicted with one ear curled up. If it senses danger, it perks both ears up. It can deliver powerful blows with its curled up ears, and it has an impressive jumping ability. Who would have guessed it? As a rabbit. Yep. They rabbit Pokemon. It knows uh, the abilities run away. Klutz and Limber. Limber affects the Pokemon from being paralyzed. I don't know what these other ones do. Hold on. Uh, doesn't, well, doesn't Klutz prevent uh, use of a held item or something like that? Uh, prevents the effects of the held item of the Pokemon. So it could hold... So if you uh, actually like wanted to use sludge. Fling, yeah. if you really wanted it to use Fling, you could put like a Flame Orb or a Toxic Orb on it. There you go. Oh, that's really cool. 
But if they're holding an item, does fling replace the item that has been thrown? No. It's, um, not, it's not like trick. So use... Um, Baneri can learn switcheroo, right? Yeah. So use switcheroo. Oh, there you go. Look at this. Got Cody here. We don't need Travis anymore. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Oh, fling is just power. It doesn't force the recipient to, to grab yeah, the so item that's thrown fling, at it. You yeah. Hold, uh, what is that, that heavy thing? Steel. Oh, the iron ball? Yeah. Uh, if you have a shiny, uh, shiny bunny, it is uh, pink instead of like white. It's pink. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, only Pokemon to learn frustration by leveling up. That's about it. That's really the only trivia. Uh, only non-legendary Pokemon with a base friendship of zero. Oh, I didn't know this bit of trivia. Did you know that Baneri is based on a rabbit? <laughs> Wait. Wait a second. Groundbreaking news. Uh, it's based on a trophy. It, it is a, its own trophy in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Yeah, so uh, I think we can confidently recommend Switcheroo. I think Ice Punch, uh, or its stats here. It has a uh, highest stat being speed, which is 85. Uh, second highest being attack, which is 66. And then its two lowest st- stats are defense and special attack, both at 44. Uh, 350 base stat total. Uh, only weak to fly or fighting type Pokemon, so you got that going. Uh, no damage from Ghost. That's what a normal type does. There you go. Dizzy Punch seems like a cool move. Teach it that. I don't know. That's it. <laughs> that's that's all I can say. You could probably teach it Baton Pass because of its speed. Set up for other Pokemon with like agility and stuff. Defensive Curl. Defense Curl. <laughs> Protect. Double Team. I can learn Thunder Wave. Any Pokemon that can learn Thunder Wave is good in my book. Don't need anything else anymore. <laughs> oh, Mud can also Fake Out. Mud Sport, the most inappropriate Pokemon move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for for being a normal type rabbit Pokemon, it can learn quite the uh, it has quite the move set. Yeah, it's especially good if you uh, evolve it into a low bunny. And then you can take that one step further and Mega Evolve it. To a mega low pony. All right, item of the week. I know you guys are all thrilled for our item of the week, as we do every week. This week's item of the week is the Trico Pokey Plush Trainer Size, nineteen and three fourths of an inch. Nineteen inches, three fourths. Not quite twenty, but almost there. So this is not part of the 9-inch series. No, this is the trainer size. Supposed to be realistic size Trico here. $44.99. Wow. Usually ships in 24 hours. Does it actually move around and dance? I don't think Teddy Ruxpin cost $44.99 <laughs> back in 1988. <laughs> wow. Uh, Trico is one of the great Pokemon of the Hoenn region and a loyal and hard-fighting companion for many trainers out there on their first Pokemon journey. This one especially is soft and cuddly, and trainers say that Trico are the perfect blend of friendly and feisty. Recommended for ages four years and up, made in China. All new material, 100% polyester fiber. So if you're allergic to polyester, do not buy this plush. Weighs 1.13 American pounds. 
8.25 inches wide, 19.75 inches tall, 19 inches long. Service wash only. Will, do you want to read our features? Yes, it is a super soft plush, as opposed to the other plushes, which are not super soft. Uh, Made for tree climbing and adventure. Please do not try to climb a tree with the Trico. 100% Hoenn approved. They've done a poll in the Hoenn region to determine that Trico is 100% approved. And it is a fun and fierce Pokemon for young and old. And they said that specifically so that I would buy it. Warning, choking hazard. Small parts. Not for children under three years. So really it's not for the young then. Which, which, which part of it is small? <laughs> there's not absolutely no portion of this trico that you could choke on i mean it could come with like a tag like one of those uh tags you take, cut off take the tag off i mean what if what if the parent doesn't know and they just give it to the kid and the kid chokes on the tag and all of a sudden a trico committed of, murder there are a lot <laughs> of bad parents out there oh it's so true how how does one store get away with like Fake bullet points. How do we know it's 100% Hoenn approved? I know. How, how do I know? want to see the data. I want to see the survey and the data and the analysis. It's like four out of five doctors recommend Trico. Well, I want to meet the one doctor that didn't. Yeah, he's a smoker. <laughs> Made for tree climbing and adventure. If you tried to climb a tree with this dude, it would rip. But I guess we already know Pokemon Center doesn't care too much about stuffing falling out of its stuffed animals. So that's probably why they recommend that. Well, we know, based on the Pokemon community, the ever-trusting Pokemon community, we know that four people have given this Trico five stars. And we're about to tell you why. All right, we'll uh, we'll start here with Deanne from USA titled So Soft. That's one of the features. Super soft blush. So soft. We'll see. She's, we'll see. she's not telling us anything new. She or he. We don't know. Ooh, true. Gotta say that Pokemon has been improving on their plushes a lot since the years. This life-size Trico is incredibly soft and floppy, so it can be hunged, hugged. I thought hung. <laughs> I thought, we were, I thought we were getting back to this tree climbing. It can be hugged. And it can fit in a backpack, whereas other similar size plush would struggle to fit. Love this plush. Pokemon did an amazing job with it. It is worth every last penny. Smiley face. Super smiley face. It's open teeth smiley face. Colon capital D smiley face. Was this review helpful to you? Where's the maybe button? Cody, was this review helpful to you? You know, it did reinforce the fact that it was soft and it can be hugged, and also that you can climb trees with it. There you go. Floppy and hung, as I said. Uh, the Trico is not hung. Um, <laughs> uh, I do I do uh, appreciate that um, Deanne uh, did emphasize that, you know, actual things that you might do with a stuffed animal, such as hug them, as opposed to climbing a tree with them. You can also stuff it in a backpack. Yeah, that's, uh, that's some good detail right there. I haven't used a backpack in about 16 years, so... when I go, Well, that's because you haven't gone on a full Pokemon adventure. You need the uh, backpack. <laughs> uh, in, I, it, appears, it seems to me that in the, my past few Pokemon games, I've had a messenger bag. No, that's fair. That's fair. 
but you can fit a bike in that messenger bag. There's a, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of things you can fit in there. A lot of rocks. <laughs> Three out of five people found the next review helpful by Corey Key Highland from Fresco, Cali- Fres- Fresno, California. So for all of you uh, Zelda fans, all two of you out there, it's Kokiri Hylian. Uh, titled Fantastic Life-Size Trico Plush. This life-size Trico plush is very well made and nicely detailed. It doesn't stand on its own, but it can, it can sit nicely along its back as if it was leaning on something. The plush feels soft and cuddly. I'd highly, I highly recommend it if you like getting Trico. If you like Trico. I highly recommend getting it if you like Trico. You no, know, I dropped the ball there, Will. You didn't have to call me out. So hard did you drop that ball. <laughs> wow. I was still trying to get over the floppiness of the first review. What concerns me is that um, Kokiri Hylian referenced this as a life-size Trico, as if there were actual Trico running around that you could compare this stuffed animal to. I mean, you, a- can, you can compare it to the Pokédex entry. Well, I guess. I guess. Uh, Good to know that it can't stand on its own. Cody, was this review helpful to you? This review was very helpful because now I know it can sit next to me (laughs) as long as it's leaning on something. They should have put a rod in it like they did with Rayquaza so that you could stand it up and position it. it. Then it wouldn't be floppy anymore. Oh, is it advertised as a floppy? Yeah, Deanne said it was floppy. All right. An actual Trico is one foot... Eight inches, which would be twenty inches. So yeah, I guess just about, just about. Um, they gypped, f- they gypped us for that quarter of an inch. That <laughs> that's, that's, not there, that's you know? true. True. That's Put it true. in uh, riser boots, like they do in wrestling. Seven out of fifteen people found the next review helpful. Titled "Huge Huge Plush" by Lady Vulpix, avid Pokemon collector, New York, USA. The life-size Trico plush is the largest in the bunch by far. Adorable, cuddly, and floppy. This person also said it was floppy. Got this plush from my New York Nintendo, New York City Nintendo World the day it was released. Positives. Soft, soft fabric. Bold, bright colors. Really cute plush. Feel it does the character justice. Very large. Perfect for play cuddles or cosplay use negatives Mm -hmm. a little heavy headed and doesn't sit up too well glad i got to pick one out in person to help resolve this issue lots of them had super flat deformed faces so once again i'm glad i had the ability to choose mine in person this is a really great plush and i highly recommend it i'd say order it online i'd say order i'd say online order or trip to nintendo world Shouldn't yield too much di- difference in quality. That was a very um, thought out and well organized review. Hmm. And now I'm questioning whether the last review was helpful because this one says that it doesn't sit very well. This is true. <clears throat> I'm very conflicted now. Also, she went on about how great the plush was, but then said lots of them had super deformed faces. Well, okay. So. Just from experience, my answer to that would be if you ordered one online and it comes in with a squished head, all you have to do is take it by the feet 
and slam it against a wall like 20 <laughs> times? No, because that'll loosen up the stuffing up in the head part and it'll expand back out into the right shape. So just like, just like really whap it against the wall really, really hard about 20 times and it'll, it'll not be deformed anymore or it'll be de- differently deformed. Um, uh, I also am concerned uh, for the concept of play cuddles. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm a little little weirded out by that. It's when you don't really want to cuddle, but you just want to pretend like you are. <laughs> I do it all the time, guys. Trust me, it's a thing. <laughs> I don't want either one of those. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> well, Will, if you wanted to cosplay, this is perfect for cosplay use. I do um, very frequently want to cosplay. And I leave it there at the want level. <laughs> all right. We normally do three reviews, but uh, we got a fourth one here. So zero out of 33 people found the following review helpful. Those numbers are going up, 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 up. (laughs) Five stars titled, I love Pokemon. Apostrophe. Apostrophe It's an apostrophe. Okay. My reviewer, Togepi lover, Togepi lover, Kansas City, Missouri. Here we go, guys. The highlight of the show. Our shining star, Togepi Lover. <laughs> I think Trico is cool. Trico is known as the Wood Gecko Poke Apostrophe Mon. It's cool how Trico evolves into Sceptile as its final stage. Trico is a loyal grass type Poke Apostrophe Mon. I like Trico. It's like he ran out. She, he or she ran out of periods toward the end. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I really appreciate Togepi Lover's effort in trying to put the accent on Pokemon because obviously they're not using an Apple computer, so it's not easy to put that accent on the E. (laughs) So they throw the apostrophe in there just to say, I know that this E is supposed to have an accent on it. I used to do that in Portuguese class all the time when it was too hard to figure out the, the the accent marks. And I tell you, folks, Portuguese uses a lot of different accents, so... You, know, you do what you can. Togepi love, Togepi's lover's dedication of leaving reviews is outstanding. I'm going to be sad when we find a product that doesn't have a Togepi lover review. No. Well, I mean, there are a lot of products without Togepi lover reviews. It's just mostly plushes that we get the yeah. reviews. See, I love the Togepi lover reviews, but the only thing that I see is that it's the same basic review they just took out the name of the Pokemon and change it for every single item. <sighs> I mean, um, I would argue that there's a craft to that. <laughs> I almost feel like Togepi Lover was like writing a report for school or was doing some kind of school assignment. Because I used to do that. Like if you had to do something and it was sort of repetitive and you just like kind of write the same sentence over and over and over again, just changing a few key words to make it, you know, that you were doing something different i guess you guys did school differently than i did possibly i'm I'm looking i don't want to spoil any future episodes of it's super effective but i'm looking at togepi's lovers reviews and there's a lot of reviews that are written on the same date so i'm curious if one togepi lover is actually ordering these pokemon and two if they are ordering this pokemon if they order pokemon in bulk so to put the lie to what you've just said, um, the uh, 
Trico review was written in December of 2014. Togepi Lover has reviews in February and March of 2015. So they are just waiting for every paycheck. And when they get a paycheck, they order, you know, a selection of stuffed animals from the Pokemon Center store. Wow. Reviews going all the way back to November of 2014. The Umbreon Poke Plush was the first ever purchased by Togepi Lover. Well, if we decided to review the Umbreon Poke Plush, you guys can hear that review. Now, if you're a listener to the show, do not go to PokemonCenter.com and read these reviews. You're spoil yourself. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> but if you want to buy the Trigo plush, five stars. Four out of four of four trainers recommended the Trico plush. They never make plushes of the in the middle ones, do they? No, I don't think so. It's because the middle ones are always the ugliest ones. <laughs> Ugh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> it's like the middle well, child in the family. Not um not Floette. Floette is is perfect unto itself. I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, again, not we are not sponsored by Pokemon Center, but uh, if they want to sponsor us, I'm sure they they see uh, they're going to see a influx of Trico plushes go out the door this week. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to go buy mine right now. Wow, I didn't realize they had a Victini one. Uh, but that, that's our show for you guys today. If you want to send us hate mail. Or just regular listener mail so we can read it on a future episode. You can do so at sbj at pokemonpodcast.com. Or just like you guys did, you can go over to uh, pokemonpodcast.com. Hit the little contact button and there's a little form you can fill out. And it shoots an email right my way. Uh, and uh, we have a bunch of emails saved up. But uh, keep sending emails in because we will be doing a email only listener show coming up actually probably might do it next week just because uh i don't think there's with with pokemon rumble world coming out i don't think there's going to be any new pokemon news in the next week i doubt they're going to drop like pokemon z next week after uh after releasing another free-to-play game so i think we're safe for uh lackluster news next week so yeah do that uh go ahead and send us some emails and we'll read them on air next week before uh before and or after Midwest Gaming Classic. Will, where can they find you? Uh, well, I mean, if they're going to be so mad, just don't find me. No. <laughs> on Twitter at uh, WashingTheSync, W-A-S-H-I-N-T-H-E-S-I-N-K. On Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash speaker, spelling in a previous episode, so listen to all the episodes to get that spelling. Uh, and on PSN, it's uh, WashingTheSync as well. Um, and, you know, I still have people friending me and not playing games with me. So, you know, get yourself a copy of Destiny. I'm leveling up a Titan there. He's, he's level 9 now, so he's still got plenty of work to go. Come on, join me and help me level up a Titan. Dang, Titan. Titan's uh, the worst. Ugh. Titans are okay. Uh, Cody, thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Where, if you want any of our listeners to find you... Well, after that email, I'm not sure, but I mean, I guess, I guess uh, if you guys want to find me, I have an email, acetrainercody at hotmail.com. Um, I do have a YouTube page where I started putting a Nuzlocke run for Pokemon Yellow, and that is Ace Trainer Cody. If you want to play games with me, I have the Mario Kart on Wii U. Oh, the old the, Mario Kart. And the uh, Super Smash Brothers 
in my Wii U Nintendo ID name is Man Leader. That's Man Leader, one word. Um, and then 3DS, I also have Super Smash Brothers, Pokemon, Mario Golf, and Kart, Animal Crossing, Monster Hunter. So you can just email me if you want my friend code. We'll exchange. Sweet. Play some games. Got to hunt those monsters, man. That's right. Sweet, sweet. So, uh, Cody, one of the first uh, new listeners you'll hear on the show the next couple months here, he was a Kickstarter backer. And I uh, appreciate him being on. If uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at Dragging a Lake. Uh, I take all hate mail and hate tweets seriously, as in I will try to reply to you. Otherwise, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. Uh, we are trying to get to 500 reviews in iTunes by the end of the year. Uh, so if you don't use iTunes, just uh, you know install it, open it up, leave us a review, and call it a day. Uh, but we are at like 436 or something like that. So uh, we're almost there. Keep, uh, keep leaving reviews if you haven't done so. And uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Will. Thank you, Cody. You're welcome. You're welcome. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Easter Egg Effective. All right, Cody, you're supposed to say it the regular way. Oh, okay. Super, it's super effective. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Good night, guys. <laughs>